Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Dr. Charles Morgan, former CIA and consultant for the U.S. military on neurological sciences, spoke to cadets at West Point in 2018 about the current state of technology. He briefed the cadets on experiments from 2013 where humans were given neural implants that allowed them to control prosthetic arms with their thoughts. Experiments where one person can control another person's hands by just wearing an EEG cap. The person on the receiving end described the sensation as rather odd. said, I didn't know anything until I saw my hand beginning to move. But the really fun part was that you're taking over somebody else's physical body with the mind of another human. So what do you think would be the next step? Experiments where information is transmitted from one mind to another and experiments where memories are erased. Dr. Morgan admits they have the technology to target an individual person. But you can engineer anything. You can engineer a unique thing that would only kill one person in the world. And are working on the ability to erase the memories of any human they choose. Their biggest challenge five years ago was being able to interface with the hippocampus without the use of physical wires. And this is most likely one of the motivating factors for the deployment of the experimental COVID shots. Using dark field microscopy, Dr. Anna Maria Mihalcia has captured in great detail what the scientific literature describes as effective technologies that exist today. Technology such as quantum dots. Quantum dots are nanotechnology with the ability to organize, operate, communicate, and build structures within the blood. They do so with a tunable photoluminescence that can be programmed to dictate various tasks via optical communication. The description and images displayed in the scientific literature compared to what Mihalcia's dark field microscopy has captured are the same. You can see the quantum dots blinking in different colors, acting as the artificial intelligence directing the self-assembly around them. Bubbles are created within the blood that act as construction sites. Within these construction bubbles, the quantum dots organize the various materials into self-assembly. These technologies are being found in both the blood of the vaccinated and in the blood of the unvaccinated. Depending on what materials are needed, the quantum dots will trigger them into self-assembly. The COVID vaccines are full of rare and heavy metals to make all manner of nanotechnology. But it seems as if almost everyone is infected with some sort of nanotech. According to several research teams, everyone's blood seems to contain the materials required to produce the filaments and the latticework for this technology. Blood samples that appear to be healthy have been completely transformed by applying a mere 10 milliamps of electric current for two hours. And it looks as if we may have been infected by the chemtrails. Morgellons disease was first reported in 2002. It's when synthetic fibers or filaments are growing in a person's body. It has been theorized for decades that this was being spread via chemtrails. And under a microscope, it appears to be the same filaments that people today are calling blood clots. 
and what the scientific journals call self-assembled hydrogels. According to Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org, nanoparticles are being sprayed worldwide. The good news is that Dr. Mielcia's research has found a remedy. The iron in the infected blood has been oxidized to a 3-plus state, and by taking antioxidants, one is able to dissolve these filament clots. She has found that EDTA chelation therapy will remedy infected blood within three days, and megadosing vitamin C also seems to work. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Very powerful new video by Greg Reese. You can find and share it at band.video. Nano, nano technology found in both vaxxed and unvaxxed. Getting crazy out there, folks. We're going to cover it all on the other side. Stay with us. It's the American Journal, Infowars.com. Monday morning. It's Monday, August 7th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. We're coming to you live this Monday morning from the InfoWars headquarters here in Austin, Texas. A whole lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of politics to get into, a lot of revelations about COVID. It's been a busy, very busy weekend. I'm just going to get in a little bit to what's happening with LK99, room temperature, quantum flux pinning. It's new technology, maybe. Maybe it's new technology or maybe it's the unveiling of old technology. It's going to be a very busy week this week. Of course, Saturday, it is Saturday, right? Saturday will be the American Liberty Awards. So just a who's who of liberty-minded folks are en route to Austin, Texas as we speak. Matt Baker, Chris Sky, we'll have Anomaly in studio uh, tomorrow for a pre-recorded interview that will air on Wednesday just a lot of stuff to get to, and of course, your phone calls throughout the show, and I'll be joined by Simi Bird, who is a candidate for the governorship of Washington State. In the third hour of today's show, we'll open up the phone lines nice and early today and get as many phone calls as possible. Let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 7th of August, 2023. U.S. dispatches warships after China and Russia send naval patrol near Alaska. Combined naval patrol appeared to be the largest such flotilla to approach U.S. territory and is highly provocative, an expert says. This is from The Guardian. The U.S. dispatched four Navy warships as well as a reconnaissance airplane after multiple Chinese and Russian military vessels carried out a joint naval patrol near Alaska last week. The combined naval patrol, which the Wall Street Journal first reported, appeared to be the largest such flotilla to approach U.S. territory, according to experts that spoke to the outlet. It's a historical first, said Brent Sadler, a retired Navy captain and senior research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. He also said the flotilla's proximity to Alaska was highly provocative 
A highly provocative maneuver given Russia's ongoing war with Ukraine and political tensions between the U.S. and China over Taiwan, the flotilla has since left. U.S. Northern Command confirmed the combined Chinese and Russian naval patrol, telling the journal, Air and maritime assets under our commands conducted operations to assure the defense of the United States and Canada. The patrol remained in international waters and was not considered a threat. Meanwhile, six million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border, but never mind that. Uh, Big story this weekend, uh, very important point here. Woke soccer player Megan Rapinoe ends career with missed penalty kick that cost U.S. the World Cup. Oh, dear. Just from InfoWars.com, leftist soccer player Megan Rapinoe ended her career dramatically on Sunday when she missed a crucial penalty kick that cost the U.S. women's soccer team the World Cup. The missed kick meant that the U.S. was eliminated by Sweden 5-4 in the World Cup underway in New Zealand and Australia. Rapinoe was seen laughing after the U.S. loss, which was not received well on social media. And, of course, uh, everybody knows Megan Rapinoe not because of her soccer skills, but because she's an insufferable feminist that says stupid things all the time. So good riddance to her. It should be should be apparent to literally everybody at this point that there's – there's like a major disconnect between the talent of people that are narcissistic liberal activists and uh, the reality of their abilities. It's just one of those things. Somebody should do a big, big compilation of all of the people that the left celebrates as breaking barriers and shattering glass ceilings all tend to be terrible at their jobs. And there might be something to that. Meanwhile, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is ruthlessly mocked for condemning the conviction of Putin's political opponent. In a statement totally lacking self-awareness, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken blasted Russian President Vladimir Putin for jailing his political opponent. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny on Friday was sentenced to 19 additional years in in a prison colony for extremism-related charges. Anthony Blinken responded by saying the United States strongly condemns Russia's conviction of opposition leader Alexei Navalny Navalny, on politically motivated charges. The Kremlin cannot silence the truth. Navalny should be released, Blinken wrote on Twitter in response. Blinken's tone-deaf remarks amid the Biden administration's political persecution of his maiden political rival Donald Trump were brutally ridiculed on social media. It's just, you know, people saying this was tone-deaf, People saying this was like, suggesting that Anthony Blinken was somehow stupid, somehow didn't know what he was doing. To me, this is more like when a murderer, before they're caught, comments on posts on like the Facebook page of their victim, being like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it! So sad." If you need anything, if your family needs anything, let me know. Prayers up. It's like, well, you're the murderer, though. It was when a murderer does that. Is it because they they just don't get it? They don't understand. Like, you know, you killed this person. No, they get exactly what they're doing. It's like an attempt to throw the dogs off the trail. It's an attempt to try to cover up what they're doing by signaling, like acting like nothing else is going on. It's, it's criminal activity and the cover up. Meanwhile, U.S. suspends foreign aid to Niger as West Africa bloc 
prepares military intervention as Niger's military coup leadership doesn't appear to be going anywhere, with President Mohamed Bazoum still under detention despite Western calls for his restoration. The United States has begun pausing some foreign aid programs. This could pave the way for future sanctions on the uh, junta. Junta? How do you pronounce that? Junta? Junta. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken on Friday remarks stated, as we've made clear since the outset of this situation, the provision of the U.S. assistance to the government of Niger depends on democratic governance and respect for constitutional order. (laughs) Again, rules for thee, but not for we. And finally, we have this story, which we'll cover more extensively a little bit later. 7-Eleven workers who stopped would-be thief in Stockton, California, are under investigation for assault. On Saturday, in Stockton, uh, Stockton, California, police revealed they were investigating two 7-Eleven store clerks for assault after a video of them beating a would-be robber went viral on the Internet. In a post on Facebook, the Stockton Police Department said it was, quote, able to combine the investigations of the suspected robberies and suspected assault because of the diligence of a witness recording the event that took place on July 29th. The looter was threatening to shoot the workers and at multiple times appeared to be pulling something out of his back pocket. The video shared across social media this week showed a man behind the counter shoveling cigarettes into a trash can. As he moved from behind the counter, one of the employees grabbed him and held him while the other hit him with a stick. He continued to hit him multiple times while the man was on the ground. Police said that the man is suspected of committing at least two other robberies in the same 7-Eleven location within 24 hours of the recorded incident. In the first incident, they said on July 28, 2023 at 3.41 a.m., an employee of 7-Eleven recorded a suspect entering the business, went behind the counter, and threatened to shoot the victim if he intervened. The suspect took several packs of cigarettes and other items and placed them in a large garbage bag before fleeing. And then he did it again, and then a third time when he actually uh, got stopped by the people in the store. And this is just sort of, um, you know, here's the video, the actual beat. I don't think we ever actually played the, I think maybe we played it a little bit last week. We never really covered this story because uh, it's just, just that thing happens so often now. It's hard to even figure out which are the uh, important stories and which aren't. But this just contributes to the overall lawlessness that America is facing on purpose at this point as our entire judicial system has been hamstrung and largely destroyed by the defund the police movement, leaving regular people forced to defend themselves against continuous thievery and violence. Um, You know, you can be robbed two, three times, call the cops every time. They never do anything to stop it. But if you step in to try to stop it, the police will show you just how ruthless and effective they can be. And this ties into what happened in New York City over the weekend with a massive riot breaking out. And we have a ton of videos of that that we'll go to here in just a second of the NYPD being forced to retreat as thousands of people take to the street, dozens of people injured. He's hiding behind uh, blocks of wood as they get have things thrown at them. As again, lawlessness has been unleashed in America. But only for the criminals, the good people defending themselves. They're still under extreme duress. The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons. 
you can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system in stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add the water supply like fluoride. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal, InfoWars.com, InfoWarsStore.com, where you go to support everything that we do here. Simi Bird will be joining me in the third hour. A lot to talk about. In the meantime, we'll be opening up your phones, uh, the phone lines for your calls as well. What a weekend. What a weekend it was. What should we start with? Perhaps we'll start with uh, some of these videos of New York City, as was last Friday, that I guess a Instagram star, a TikTok star, some sort of social media influencer announced a giveaway. They're going to give away PlayStations in New York City, and it turned into an all-out riot, absolutely massive, and well, looking a lot like any George Floyd protest, in this case, having absolutely no justification behind it, really is something else. We can go to some of these videos. Uh, first, a, a bird's eye view. Clip number 11, police are claiming a riot broke out of Union Square Park. This first says, I haven't heard any scheduled protests. Now, it wasn't a scheduled protest. They're not protesting anything, just sheer lawlessness. Let's go now to uh, clip 11. See just the absolute scale of this. Totally wild. Thousands and thousands of people. You can see them picking up barriers. This all 
started when uh, Twitch streamer Kai Sinnott, I guess his name is, C-E-N-A-T, charged with inciting a riot after a chaotic giveaway in Union Square. Massive gathering of people showed up on Friday afternoon in New York City's Union Square for a giveaway hosted by two social media influencers, mega popular Twitch streamer Kai Sinnott and another streamer, Fanoom. Senate is the most subscribed streamer on Twitch, according to Twitch Tracker. The giveaway was set to take place at Union Park at 4 p.m., and the park was full of people by 3 p.m. Uh, and then it got a little bit crazy. Very crazy, in fact. We have another bird's eye view here, clip number 12. Thousands of people have overrun Union Square Park and surrounded lanes of traffic. This again on Friday. Let's go down to clip 12. As you can see there is a large, large crowd here. We're hearing estimates of thousands and thousands of people who showed up. And clearly NYPD is vastly outnumbered in the situation. Stefan, so I don't want to interrupt back. you for one we'll quick second right things. now because you're looking at live pictures of a car that was literally covered with people. And we do believe that that was the vehicle that had Kai Sanat in it, which you can see now was looked as though could have been leaving the area. Um, and that is why you're seeing that crowd there chase after. That, that's it. That's the vehicle right there that they believe Kai Sanat is in right now. As Safan was saying, he was there. He was in the crowd for a little bit of time. But clearly, this was an out-of-control crowd. And... No, no freebies given away, no yeah. giveaway whatsoever, getting in the car. But clearly you're looking at a very dangerous situation with this car now driving pretty fast with those people Hanging clinging on. on to the side and top of it. I, yeah, just uh, I don't even know. Just just a dystopian movie we're watching play out in real time. Uh, it got insane and, of course, violent as it obviously would. It's going out of clip number 16. More insane footage from Friday's riot. You see the uh, contingents of cops uh, throwing trash cans. Cops, big fat cops running at the uh, protesters. Are they dancing? Are they attacking? Is this fun and games? Is this a righteous protest against injustice or just a bunch of rioters having a good time on Friday night? Doesn't matter anymore. Again, it's just a collection of clips. <laughs> the karate moves of the protesters. Just completely insane. And it just goes on and on and on. Cops just, like, can't get a handle on it and are constantly having things thrown at them. Again, I mean, it, it just, it gets, it gets completely uh, insane. Uh, clip 19, riot breaks out of Union Square Park uh, in NYC. One officer apparently was cut in the neck. Another one had his gun stolen from him. Uh, just complete chaos. People climbing on cars. I, I guess this is just... Uh, I don't know, a Friday afternoon in America now. Again, similar scenes to what we witnessed all through 2020 during the George Floyd riots. But in that case, remember, it was it was righteous. It was good. It was uh, it was protesting injustice and, and racism in the police force. And so, you know, all of the property destruction and violence that took place it was all warranted and necessary to achieve political ends and this is just 
So yeah, dad. You might as well just let him do it anyway, <laughs> right? It just shows you, I mean, it's not really about like the righteous uh, justification of the violence or the chaos being carried out. It's just they're just allowed to do it now. It's just no one can stop them. Here's the uh, aftermath of what's going on. But really the most astonishing things about this entire event were things like clip 13, 14, uh, cops hiding from protesters behind barriers. These are NYPD police using a piece of plywood as a shield as they are, as they have things thrown at them by the crowd using street barriers to uh, protect themselves. And this was a defeat for the NYPD. I think the NYPD lost this particular battle for the streets of New York. Here's a, yet another one, police retreating as protesters assault and attack them. And they retreat using a, a piece of plywood as a giant shield. And probably the reason that it turned out this way has a lot to do with not just the George Floyd protest that took place in New York, which again, it's like, yeah, it was exactly the same as what we saw there, but at least they were pretending like it was some sort of, you know, it's like they're like rioting and looting and they're like, yeah, but it's for George Floyd. It's because of racism. It's because we're, we're sick of these political shenanigans. And then it's just like, or it's just because it's Friday and they have the excuse to do it. Right. Whether it's actually has some legitimate purpose and this is a, a real protest for actual political purposes that just spirals out of control or whether it's just like a giveaway with a Twitch streamer that they just start smashing things. It's all the same. And of course, the protesters that were arrested by the NYPD have since been awarded 13 million dollars. So. This will be a theme throughout the show today. This is just modern America. The criminals, the rioters, the violent people are being empowered while law enforcement is quite literally being hamstrung in their ability to prevent any of this. Now, certainly you cannot prevent any of this. Regular people, if they try to stop what's going on, the police will brutally execute the law and stop you from interfering. But whether it's shoplifting or attacking people or or riots or whatever – It's just lawlessness. Lawlessness has been unleashed on America, but only for the criminals. Only the criminals get to behave as if there's no law. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of beet pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric and then it just gets crazier from there it's about to sell out we haven't had it in stock for years this first new run is about to sell out get it discounted right now 40 percent off at infoworkstore.com and it funds our operation and once you get addicted to it once you get blown away by it once you feel your joints and your energy your stamina accelerate then become a regular customer for bone broth infowarsstore.com whatever you do spread the word about infowars about the live show and about all the other great products because these are great products they empower your life plus they fund our operation go to infowarsstore.com right now we're selling out ultimate bone broth at infowarsstore.com 40% off about to sell out infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. 
back, folks. Enforced lawlessness. That's the way it's going under monolithic rule by the Democrats in America these days. What are we going to do about it? Well, not a lot if the Republicans have anything to say about it. Not a good weekend for the Republicans, I have to say. For the so-called Republicans, maybe I should say. For the Republicans that aren't Trump, that is. So let's talk a little bit about the presidential campaigns here. DeSantis camp, this is a story from Bloomberg. DeSantis camp hit by gloom as aides worry race is slipping away. Ron DeSantis promised a reset of his presidential campaign. Many of his campaign staffers are still waiting. Several aides believe the Republican candidate's bid lacks a coherent strategy and message. According to people familiar with the campaign, the operation is disorganized with different teams pursuing their own agendas and little communication between the groups, said the people familiar who requested anonymity to discuss the campaign's inner workings. Even posting an official message on X, the platform formerly called Twitter, is rife with bureaucracy, according to people Briefed on the communication strategy, the governor and his wife, Casey DeSantis, must personally approve many of the messages, a process that can take two days and can slow their ability to respond to campaign developments, they said. Some of the highest rungs of the campaign leadership consider the operation flawed and worry they're watching the Florida governor's chances of winning the GOP nomination slip away. Oh, well, you don't need to worry about that. It's already gone. No, it's not slipping away. It doesn't exist. Never has. This was flawed and doomed from the start should have been obvious to anybody that was paying even the slightest bit of attention. In fact, did I pull uh, Joe Rogan went off on this and absolutely nailed it. Uh, if the crew can crap can grab that video, I retweeted it just saying this is the smartest thing Joe Rogan has ever said. Cause he absolutely hit the nail on the head and maybe we'll go to him in just a second. But again, what, what it, begs the question of is what do they know or what do they think they know that the rest of us don't? In other words, if you just look at the landscape as it is now, how is it that Joe Rogan can figure out that nobody like Ron DeSantis has an ice cube chance in hell of beating Donald Trump, and yet all of the experts are saying that he can, all of the insiders, all the billionaires, all of the Bush family cronies are all pushing Ron DeSantis. Are they just doing it out of some misconception about the American people that they think that they can both mimic all of Trump's policies and and talking points while simultaneously like throwing Trump under the bus? It just doesn't make any sense. So what it makes me think is that they at least think that they – have some sort of inside information that Trump's not going to be around in 2024. So they're like, yeah, it's bad now because Trump's still around, but he'll be sent to jail. He'll be assassinated. Something will happen to him. And in that case, Ron DeSantis needs to have built up momentum so he can grab the torch from Trump's hand once he stumbles. Maybe that's the calculus going on, but It ain't going well. It's not going well, even in the slightest, for Ron DeSantis and has basically totally collapsed his entire campaign. And he just continues to embarrass himself not supporting Donald Trump, which, again, 
what do they what do they not get about what's going on here? What do they not understand about how Trump has become a symbol of the American resistance, a symbol uh, a symbol of the conservative movement overall that is continuously abused by the deep state, abused by the governmental organizations that are being set up to explicitly go after us and him, and that by throwing him under the bus, the appearance is that you're throwing all of the Americans who voted for him under the bus. Are they really this disconnected? Are they really this unaware of how most Trump supporters feel? It really is strange, and it really does make you wonder, because these aren't statements people are making. Like There are people spending ten, you know, putting tens of millions of dollars into DeSantis' campaign. Clearly, you don't put tens of millions of dollars into something if you don't think that there's some chance it can win, some chance it can succeed. So are they really that wrong? Like, are they really making $10 million bets off faulty information? Or do they think it's a foregone conclusion? Trump's going to be convicted and they're just they're going to need to have the, the backup guy geared up and ready to go. I'm not sure what the answer to that is, but it is crazy. This is a – I'm not actually sure if this was an official Trump ad or not. At the end, it's tagged with like this is – this. I Donald Trump and I approved this message, but um, I just found it on the internet. It's called the Fraud Squad. So just a quick little refresher as to what Donald Trump is up against right now. Let's go to clip number nine. How far will the most corrupt president in history go to keep Republicans from winning back the White House? Meet the cast of unscrupulous accomplices he's assembled to get Trump. Alvin Bragg, the radical liberal New York prosecutor who refuses to prosecute violent criminals. Jack Smith, who's made a career persecuting innocent Republican officials. Letitia James, the socialist who ran on the promise, I'll go after Trump. And Biden's newest lackey, Atlanta DA, Fonnie Willis. So incompetent, on her watch, violent crimes have exploded. So tainted, Willis was thrown off one case for trying to prosecute a political opponent. So corrupt, Willis got caught hiding a relationship with a gang member she was prosecuting. So dishonest, Willis was accused of creating a fake subpoena. Welcome to the Fraud Squad. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. So by going after Trump, you are aligning yourself with them, essentially. I mean, that's that's just how it works. That's just what it is. And I guess a way to to see this is like you got a group of like dozens of people all crossing the road at once, all jaywalking, and just one person gets grabbed. And that one person that gets grabbed gets grabbed by a cop that they're like going through divorce proceedings with and they get slammed to the ground and they get charged not with just with jaywalking, but with like obstructing traffic and being a nuisance and all these other charges that have nothing to do with it. And you see this, and you're just like, this is clearly trumped up charges. Like this doesn't make any sense. First of all, this person wasn't doing something that everybody else around them was doing so why should they get charged and nobody else does also the charges are way overblown if they're jaywalking call them for you know, charging for jaywalking but to throw all these other things on and this doesn't make any sense and then here come the ron DeSantis's and the mitch mcconnell's and the other rhino republicans to say yeah but technically she was jaywalking so 
you know, this is law and order and she deserves it. It's just like this isn't about whether she jaywalked or not. It's about the obvious abuse that took place. It's about the obvious corruption of the judicial system that is being used to target the main opposition political opponent. This is an incredibly dangerous precedent that's being set up, and you're going along with it. You're justifying it. You're contributing to it. It's a bad look no matter what. So I'm glad the DeSantis campaign is burning down in front of our eyes. It's been one of the biggest implosions we've seen in the political sphere, and they're so desperate in their messaging that it's almost comical. For example, I guess DeSantis, instead of being governor of Florida, as he was elected, he's barnstorming around Iowa now. And Stephen Chung posts this tiny crowd for Ron DeSantis in a livestock auction venue. Nobody is buying what that heifer is selling. And you see this livestock venue where DeSantis is holding a town hall and there's about 14 people there. It's about 14 people in total sitting around to see Ron DeSantis. The point, obviously, is that he can't draw a crowd. Nobody cares about him. The way that the DeSantis campaign is responding to this is saying, the Trump campaign attacks Ron DeSantis for visiting small towns. It's just desperate. It's completely asinine. It's totally wrong. Ridiculous. It's a flailing, failing campaign. And we're on to you. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months, vitamin mineral fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body, a one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more, back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, probably labeled by us, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com, Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier, it's in stock, rave reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarsstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarsstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is 
TheAmericanJournalInfoWars.com. We're talking about Ron DeSantis' flailing campaign right now, but it's not just Ron DeSantis, and we'll get to what some of the other Rhino Republicans are dealing with this weekend. Really can't go outside without being heckled by Trump supporters for good reason, as they are refusing to give any backup. Again, just it makes no sense to me. You got this guy that's like a revolutionary figure in American politics. Whether you like him or not, you have to admit the effectiveness of his campaign, the fact that he shattered the two-party paradigm during his run of 2016. You understand that it was a foregone conclusion in 2016. It was supposed to be the Bush dynasty versus the Clinton dynasty, and we got to pick which globalist bloodline had the honor of shutting the jail cell door, as it were, and ushering in global governance. Donald Trump stood up to that as only he could have, as we've seen other similarly disruptive campaigns be destroyed by the machine. He's the only one that succeeded in breaking through. And then we've seen the relentless targeting of Trump, the deep state from the judicial system, from his Republican, uh, from his political opponents, and from the mainstream media. And the weird thing is, with DeSantis at least, he keeps talking about, oh, we're just not looking back. We got to move forward. We got to move into the future, as if it's not happening right now as we speak. It's very strange. Keeps being asked about things that are happening right now and going, ah, we shouldn't be looking into the past. This isn't the past. It's, it's happening right now, and it's the future if you don't stand up to stop it. You think Trump's going to be the last person they do this to? They're able to succeed in getting rid of Trump. It'll just set the precedent for you to be next, you idiot. He doesn't seem to realize this. He thinks if he plays ball, they'll go easy on him or something. I mean, do these people have any awareness of just how ruthless and bloodthirsty their opponents are? And they're actually it, – it's like they really do wish – it's like they, they have magical thinking, right? This idea that if we just pretend the entire time period between 2016 and 2020 just didn't happen, then we can just go back to 2015. We can just revert back to 2015 when the two-party system was fully in control and we chose between red and blue that were both just different shades of the same deep state puppet. It, we're not going back. There is no going back at this point. The populace understands this. Why the political class can't seem to wrap their heads around it, I again think has to do something with magical – I don't know if it's magical thinking, what you'd call it. But it's like they, they just think if they insist on ignoring it, it will go away. But it's not going away. You know, He says things like – it's from CNN. Uh, DeSantis says Republicans will lose if they behave like Trump. Says, These insults are so phony. These insults are so juvenile. That's not the way a great nation should be conducting itself. And is this 2016? Have we not already been through this? It's like Groundhog's Day. It's like we get it. You don't like being insulted by Trump. We understand. But you are the one that betrayed him and the entire movement. You are the one that took his endorsement whose entire political career is thanks to Donald Trump's support and the support of his supporters. 
And now you're throwing him under the bus. You are throwing him to the wolves. You're throwing him to the Democrats and allowing them to violate the Constitution and use judicial process to eliminate a political opponent. You're allowing them to do that right now as we speak because you all run to sanctimonious. So apparently that that disqualifies him. Did we not have the most peaceful period of time in my lifetime and in probably the last hundred years of American history? While Donald Trump was in charge, did he not succeed where every other statement statesman has failed to bring enemies to the table to get them to discuss normalizing interaction to stop the ongoing war in Syria? I mean, crazy, just absolutely crazy. And when he says, as Republicans, that will cause us to lose if we behave that way, he says, if we behave like Trump— we won't win. I think, I think that's true in the sense that if Ron DeSantis tries to behave like Trump, we're not going to win. In fact, there's a story that goes just to that from last Friday. Outrage after DeSantis says he'll start, quote, slitting throats if elected president. It's like, oh, oh God. You're not Trump, dude. You can't, you can't just go off the cuff and try to sound tough like that. Trump can do it because he knows how to, how to do it. You don't know how to do it, and so it just sounds kind of horrifying when you say it right-wing governor of florida in 2020 presidential hopeful ron DeSantis was widely condemned after he said if elected to the white house he would quote start slitting throats in the federal bureaucracy on the first day in power oh god oh geez doesn't sound good we don't want you slitting throats up there and of course this might have something to do with the fact that ron DeSantis is the establishment pick he it's not that complicated you just you choose you mimic all of trump's talking points in order to woo Trump supporters. But in the background, you know that you are a moderate who's not going to go after Democrats in the way that they deserve, in a way that is necessary to actually save the country. Do they not realize what situation we're in? Do, not, do they not realize that on top of the voter fraud that they've allowed to happen by their imposition of mail-in ballots and all that sort of stuff has only been compounded by the fact that they have literally imported 6 million or more, probably more like 10 million new voters into the country in the last four years, that the entire demographics of America has shifted monumentally in the last four years in order to favor the Democrats. This is the idea that we're back in 2010. They're going to be like, well, we just have to play within the rules and win the argument with the Democrats. It's like, I swear, it's like I'm watching a, a broadcast from six years ago when I hear these things. Of course, Gateway Pundit has the story. Major donor to DeSantis' presidential bid threatens to cut off money unless new donors emerge and more moderate stance is adopted. So maybe he's doing it just to appease his financial backers. Could be that as well. Joe Rogan went off on this. So let's watch that. No one is going to run against Trump in the Republican side and win because you're not going to get the Trump supporters. They are all in on Trump. Unless he has a stroke, unless something happens that's horrible, he, they're all in on Trump. You're, you, if you run against Trump, yeah. you're now the enemy of Trump. If I was friends with DeSantis, I'd be like, don't do it. You can't beat that guy. You just can't. When that guy gets out there and he's waving to people and they're going crazy, you're not beating that. There's a.
And the fact that he was the president for four years and the country was in a, a, a great economic situation yeah. and it looked like his policies were actually effective and that it looked like the unemployment was down, all business mm -hmm. was building, regulations were being relaxed, more things were getting done. You know, when you look at it from a policy perspective, if you just look at it on paper, what he did was effective. A lot of people think it was effective. You don't like him as a personality, so you ignore that. Don't do that. Look at it in terms of a policy perspective. People liked the ideas that he was putting forward. And now you're seeing like, oh, the wall is raised. Now the, the f everybody thinks there needs to be a wall. Even the mayor of mm -hmm. New York City mm -hmm. is now calling to stop immigration That's into right. a city. And he, this was the guy that called it for it to be a sanctuary state. When the reality of what your policies, what, what kind of actions you put forth, what, what the results of that are, and those results are highly negative. You're forced to sort of recollect, recollect your thoughts mm -hmm. and come up with a, a, a new perspective. And that's what the mayor of New York City is doing right now. When you just look at what Trump's policies were, and then obviously COVID hits, there's a lot to that, the lockdowns, the, the economic collapse, all the shit that came with that. that all, none of that is good. And then Trump holds up this like hope to bring us back to where we were when he was in office. You're not going to beat that. I don't think they're going to beat that. I don't, I don't think when you look at the Russia collusion, when you look at the steel dossier, when you look at all the bullshit they tried to throw at him that we now know is bullshit, not just bullshit, yeah. but coordinated bullshit. When you look at the fact that they suppressed these Hunter Biden laptop story and that 51 intelligence agency representatives signed off on that to say that this was Russian disinformation, which we know they know is not true. That's scary because now you have the intelligence agencies colluding to keep a guy from being president that was president during a time where the country was thriving economically. This is you're not going to beat that guy. Would you would he get your vote? He'd get my vote before, <coughs> excuse me, he'd get my vote before Biden. I said that before. I don't think that, I, I never thought that Biden was going to make it. I, ne I never thought that he was going to be functional. You know, like, regardless of so what, how what kind of power the president actually Joe has. Joe Rogan can and figure this out, but all of the Republicans, all of their donors can't. Sort of astonishing. Which again, makes me think, maybe they, maybe they think Trump is not going to make it to 2024, so they're backing DeSantis as as the backup moderate candidate. It's not just DeSantis. We'll show you next. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkTour.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints and your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWorkTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products. They empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off, about to sell out. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal has begun. Will... 
get into some other topics here in just a second. Finishing up with our discussion of the political realm. It's not going well for anybody that didn't stand up and have Trump's back when it really counted. And I guess the the main takeaway of all of this is that this is the real issue. The real problem is not Trump. Trump is a real deal. He continues to be the real deal, obviously. completely changed political discourse in this country for the better. He is a populist candidate that's not fit firmly into the Republican mold, as it were, as the Republican mold represents a mold, (laughs) a festering growth, a weak-willed, impotent, supposed opposition to the constant march of so-called progress that the Democrats bring about. The role that Republicans have been playing for the past 20 years has been to be outraged and disappointed, but completely ineffectual at stopping the progress and, and onslaught of the Democrats as they ruthlessly deconstruct the foundations that our country is built upon. And getting Trump into office should have been, and we treated it here at InfoWars from the very beginning, as nothing more than a beachhead, a foothold, something that gave us a great start that then should have been maximized and and taken advantage of. It was a time when Republicans could have actually seen Trump as a leader and adopted his aggressive approach to defeating the Democrats. So it wasn't that Trump was inadequate. It was that he was surrounded by traitors that are now all revealing themselves. And how much could he have gotten done if the Senate and the Congress actually took his lead and put his proposals forward and actually changed the country for the better? Instead, they would rather get Trump out of the way so they can return uh, return to business as usual. And nobody in the Trump world is deceived by their supposed completely fabricated fake patriotism. Let's go now to clip number seven. Mitch McConnell was mercilessly booed for a full five minutes in the state of in his home state of Kentucky with attendees yelling retire and ditch Mitch. Here's a little selection of this complete disaster. is saying as he's completely drowned out in his home state at his own event. There's nobody is falling. Nobody is buying the rhetoric anymore. We've seen you in action. You are a completely impotent failure when it comes to stopping absolutely anything that the Democrats want to do at this point. It wasn't just Mitch this weekend that received the ire of his hometown. Mitch McConnell endures five-minute heckling during speech, people yelling retire and ditch Mitch. Full five minutes is just about like that. It was also Mike Pence. Mike Pence arrived at an event on Friday only to again be confronted by Trump supporters. Let's watch clip number 10. 
Did you uphold the Constitution? Did you uphold the Constitution? He says, maybe you should read it. Is the response. So, I mean, it's clear. This isn't Trump cultishness. This isn't Trump cult members being like, you're either with him or against us. This is deciding who controls our country in the future. Is it going to be the people or is it the deep state? And everybody who's not fighting for the people is explicitly or implicitly justifying and allowing. American Journal is on here at InfoWars on this Monday morning broadcast. We'll be joined by Simi Bird in the third hour. We're taking your phone calls throughout this hour and the next. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines for your calls now. 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. Lots of ways to support InfoWars and to get involved and get active. Of course, the best way to support us is just making sure that we have the funds to stay on air and continuing to provide some voice of dissent against not just the Democratic control freaks that run our country, but the Republican simps that refuse to do anything to stop them. We will continue to support just human freedom, liberty worldwide. Support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. It's Christmas savings in August sales event with up to 60% off. Shop now for the finest supplements ever produced by human hands, such as vitamin mineral fusion. That's 25% off discounts across the board at InfoWarsStore.com. To make it a true 360 win, you're getting a fantastic product, and you're helping to keep this outlet on the air and in the fight as we continue to make it through the most difficult part of InfoWars' existence to date, but we will continue to fight with everything we've got against this orchestrated downfall of Western society. A lot of videos to go to still today. Wondering which one I should go to next. I actually want to go to this. Let's just go to this newest report by Darren McBreen as we're going to move on from some of the political stuff here in a second, but Darren McBreen has put together a report with a Very catchy title. J6 was an inside job. Here is the latest from InfoWars' own Darren McBreen. January 6th will go down in history as the day the U.S. government staged a riot to cover up the fact that they certified a fraudulent election. That's right. The official January 6th narrative is collapsing. We now know that the Capitol grounds were completely infested with undercover FBI agents and informants, along with D.C. Metro Police, Department of Homeland Security, all dressed up like Trump supporters, many of them dressed up all in black, and they were encouraging people to go into the Capitol building. Antifa was also caught dressed up like Trump supporters that day. 
And we learn from court documents that the FBI infiltrated the Proud Boys, much like they did in the plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. The government admitted that there were eight FBI sources embedded with the Proud Boys on January 6th. And we've seen the video footage of the undercover D.C. Metro Police walking side by side with the Proud Boys into the Capitol building, playing the role as instigators. The video that you're showing right now is something that has been out on Rumble. And I can tell you that from the information that we received from the Metropolitan Police Department, I can verify that this video is from a Metropolitan Police undercover officer. It appears that this officer is encouraging people to climb the scaffolding and go into the Capitol. It appears he's encouraging, he's definitely helping people climb the scaffolding, and he's telling them, go, go, go. These guys were set up. Now they're in jail, held without bail, and many of them, like my good friend and war hero, Joe Biggs, going to prison for a very long time. Convicted for attempting to overthrow the United States of America. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. Tucker Carlson, right before he got fired by Fox News, he interviewed the D.C. police chief, Stephen Sund. And check this out. The D.C. police chief said he believes that January 6th was a cover-up. Let me say that again. The Capitol police chief says January 6th was a cover-up. You've probably never seen the interview because Fox News never aired it, and then Tucker Carlson got fired. But guess what? We've got the interview. It was smuggled out. Now, I want to warn you a little. It's kind of hard to watch because it gets a little choppy at times, but it's well worth the watch. I'm going to play the clip right now, and we're going to follow it up with Tucker Carlson and Russell Brand as they discuss the truth about January 6th, a highly coordinated federal operation. I try to do what I can to get the truth out. Yes. You know, they didn't want me to testify in uh, in February, on February 23rd at the Senate hearing. To be honest with you, I'm a little pissed off. Everything appears to be a cover-up. It sounds like they were hiding so, the intelligence. And that's what I'm getting at is, could there possibly be that actually did something to happen and kind of wanted something to happen? It doesn't, it's not a far stretch to begin. Well, I don't know what the other explanation is. You know, it's it's sad when you start putting everything together and thinking about the way this played out. Uh, it gets concerning. What was their end goal? You look at you look at what's happening. Was that their end goal? I don't know. They immediately recoiled when you asked any questions about January 6th. And that was a tip off to me. I mean, I had no thought in my head as I watched this happen on television and in the subsequent weeks that U.S., Law enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it. That never crossed my mind. I never thought there was it was a false flag or anything like that. I'm not a conspiracist by temperament. I never thought that. Um, and then I interviewed the chief of the Capitol Police, Stephen Sund, in an interview that was never aired on Fox. By the way, I was fired before it could air. Um, I, I'm going to interview him again. But Stephen Sund was the totally non-political worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol Police on January 6th. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crowd was filled with federal agents. What? Yes. Well, he would know, of course, because he was in charge of security at the site. So there you go. We have proof that there was numerous, perhaps hundreds, of undercover federal agents on the ground pretending like they were Trump supporters, instigating the crowd and encouraging them to go into the Capitol. We need to 
go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Fed, Fed, Ray Epps is still being protected by the federal government and the Mockingbird media. No charges yet. The FBI and D.C. Metro Police admit that they infiltrated the Proud Boys, much like the feds were involved in the Governor Whitmer kidnapping plot. The Capitol Police chief says January 6th was a cover-up, and the pipe bomber still remains at large. So January 6th was a staged riot coordinated with the corporate media so they could steal the election and give it to the Manchurian candidate, now communist dictator Joe Biden. And if you think this tyrannical government will be finished after they convict J6 protesters, the Proud Boys, and then Donald Trump, think again. Because they're coming after everyone. Next, it'll be Owen Schroyer, Steve Bannon, then Alex Jones, perhaps even myself. All political opposition will be labeled as terrorists. They're coming after us, and then they're coming after you. That's the latest from Darren McBreen. January 6th was an inside job. Just a reminder, it's not just the Alex Jones Show, the War Room, the American Journal. That's supported by InfoWarsStore.com. It is, in fact, everything. You can find at Band.Video, all of the great content creators that we have, and we'll show you some more videos from them a little bit later. There is another way you can get involved, and that is to come to the American Liberty Awards this Saturday. Probably be talking about it a lot this week as a lot of people are coming into town. We'll have lots of in-studio guests to discuss things with. And it really is now or never. I mean, it really is get it done now, come together now, oppose what's happening right now, or the gates are being closed and locked. And that'll be it for the freedom movement, not just in America, but around the world. So go to AmericanLibertyAwards.com. I believe there are still tickets available if you want to be here in Austin. And then, of course, InfoWars Summerfest will be the following day, Sunday, August 13th at Barton Springs on the free side at 2 p.m. So come join us, get together to reinvigorate ourselves and maybe a little rest and relaxation and having a good time before it really gets crazy ahead of the 2024 election. We'll go to your phone calls on the other side and talk a little bit about the latent criminality that is sweeping through our country, as well as odd developments in the medical sphere, disease X. What is it, and who cares? For everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum of CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, uh, your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from, made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country that's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already the lowest price, not even a lower price. Rebel Zen. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media. 
by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. We're going to go out to your calls this segment. And I know uh, Patty in Boston wants to talk about general lawlessness in this country. It's not, it's worse than lawlessness, right? Because lawlessness would just mean that somebody attacks you, you shoot them and bury their body in the backyard. And, you know, nobody's going to know about it because there's lawlessness. There is no law. No one's going to come after you. That's not the way that it works now. Right now, if you – and we, we've covered this on almost a daily basis at this point. Shoplifters just filling garbage bags before they leave the store. And if you try to stop them, you will be found by the cops and arrested and charged with assault or something or you're – corporation will do their job for them and fire you we've covered the not just the people who've been fired for trying to prevent shoplifting it's even the story from father's day of a employee simply filming the shoplifting going on and he was fired for that merely observing the crime taking place is enough to get you fired these days so it's not just lawlessness it's Selective lawlessness. Police are not there to stop you from being violated, not to stop you from having your stuff stolen or your self-attacked. But if you retaliate against the criminals, then it's a major issue. And this has been happening over and over again, continuously, as if it's a plan, as if it's a plot, as if it's on purpose. As just one aspect of a much broader plan to bring down America and the West as we know it by an extremely powerful and competent government focusing all of their energy on law-abiding, upstanding citizens, stopping them from being able to live their lives while pouring billions of dollars into so-called programs – That basically just means you're letting criminals out of prison and giving them thousands of dollars. So the latest from this, just one of a long series of these stories. It's from InfoWars. Police investigation, uh, police investigating shop owner who took down armed thief with a stick. 
Just when it appeared that a law-abiding business owner had scored a victory against a scumbag shoplifter for once by subduing him with an almighty thrashing, the police have stepped in to criminally investigate the shopkeeper for assault. New York City, this is especially prevalent with shop owners threatened or attacked. They defend themselves only to be thrown in prison. You remember that with the – and again, it was a Sikh. I think it was also another Sikh, uh, Indian person of uh, Sikh religion, defending themselves in New York – Stabbed a guy who was attacking him. He was sent to prison. There was the uh, security guard in the parking garage a couple months ago. Also defended himself against an assailant. Also thrown in prison. Daniel Penny. It was a Daniel Perry. One of them was in Texas. One of them was in New York. Both of them defending themselves against out-of-control homicidal maniacs only to be arrested and thrown into prison for the act of defending themselves. So let's go now to clip number eight. Here's a little local news report about this Sikh store clerk who beat a shoplifter with a stick, now being under investigation by the police. Let's watch. Following developing news in Stockton, we have now learned the store clerk seen on a video beating a man who was trying to steal from their store are now under investigation for assault. So here's how it all started. The video shows this man going into a 7-Eleven in Stockton and emptying shelves of cigarettes into that large trash can. The video then shows the two clerks try to stop him before hitting him with a stick more than two dozen times. The store clerks now say this man stole from their store two other times and threatened them. Stockton police say they are investigating the man who was beaten for robbery and the clerks for assault. When the investigation is complete, it will be sent to the San Joaquin County District Attorney for review. Then it's going to be up to the DA to determine what charges, if any, are filed against the store clerks. So they put you in a position where the police do nothing to protect you. There is no fear on the side of the criminals because they know that they're going to be able to get away with it, that even if they get caught, they're not going to get charged. After all, that's what they've announced. Places like Seattle and San Francisco, and San Francisco is another one. We've played you other videos similar to this one, but this is a new one, which this is what, this is the way it leaves normal, regular citizens just in fear of their very lives anytime they walk outside. And they don't deserve this. Like Normal people don't deserve to have to be attacked or assaulted and not even able to defend themselves because both the victims and the criminals know what side the government is going to be on. So let's go now to this video. This is a young woman just talking about what it's like to live in San Francisco right now. I'm literally shaking right now. I was just getting groceries and I live in San Francisco and I never really feel fully safe. If you live in San Francisco... I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I just got groceries. I'm walking out of the store and this guy is walking past me and says, move, you stupid bitch. And he spits in my face, spits all over my face. And then I say, excuse me, did you just spit in my face? And he says, move or I'll rape you. There's also people everywhere and everyone's just walking by because they're like, I can't handle something else in San Francisco. It's always something else. I don't even know why I'm posting this. If you live in San Francisco, do you feel this way all the time? I don't feel safe ever. I literally never feel safe. It's better when it's daylight, but nighttime, no, not leaving my house. So like, is that, is that woman free? Is she a free American? She free to go wherever she wants to do it? No, she's under constant 
assault. It's like you go to the grocery store, you get assaulted, you go home, who knows, maybe you've been broken into, you call the police, they can't come, they can't make it there. There's people just dying on the streets of drug overdoses. It's by design. It's because of the policies that have been implemented in just the past few years. The solution is obvious and simple. Arrest the criminals and throw them in prison. They won't do that. They've stopped doing that. They are instead investigating the people that defend themselves against the criminal lawlessness that they've allowed to become pervasive. Uh, Patty in Boston, uh, you've called in about this and about, of course, the riot in New York where the New York PD is apparently hamstrung and, and can't stop a bunch of lunchtime rowdies violent rioters from uh, burning the city down. We only have a minute left here, Patty, but we'll, but we'll hold you over. Uh, go ahead. What are your thoughts on this? Well, first of all, I think that lunchtime rioters is an awesome name for a punk rock band. Lunchtime like, rowdies. The lunchtime, lunchtime rowdies. Is, rowdies. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we should definitely look into that. Uh, look, I think that the, the fact that, that I, I was cheering on that Sikh gentleman who beat the daylights out of that scumbag who was, who was, uh, you know, uh, robbing him, uh, that like, we should not, nobody should look at that and say, well, that's violence against somebody who, whatever, man, you want to steal from somebody and you get your ass kicked. Sorry, too bad. You know what? I don't care. As a matter of fact, I'm cheering this guy on. Okay, but he, but he's going to be facing charges. Like he might, you know, you get your store robbed, you defend yourself and suddenly you're sitting behind bars. For a couple decades. Well, yeah, we can, but, but I, I, I continue this on the other side. Stay, stay on, Patty. We got to go to break, but we'll be back uh, with uh, more Patty and more calls on the other side. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body. A one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more. Back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, probably labeled by us. Discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier. It's in stock. Rave Reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to Patty from Boston. If this was a a one-off thing, if this was some sort of singular event where this Sikh store owner who basically beat up a person that was robbing his store for the third time in 24 hours. If this was like a one-off thing, I could sort of understand your outrage about it. But the fact is that this process is happening across the country. It's happening as a direct result of Democrat lawmakers and George George Soros-funded DAs 
who refused to prosecute criminals, who allowed the streets to just be flooded with overdose deaths and the drug trade and violent crime and property crime so that the police are constantly playing catch-up, constantly have to prioritize the most extreme calls that they get. So people who are just trying to you know, get some investigation or some justice for some random act of violence that they've been through just don't even bother calling the cops anymore because they know they're not going to come. So, I mean, this is not a one-off thing. This is a continuous thing from the shopkeeper in New York. Exact same thing happened to him, Daniel Penny, on the subway, charged with murder for stopping a crazed maniac from attacking women and children. I mean, it goes on and on and on. This is not some sort of bizarre occurrence that is inexplicable. This is a direct result of policy, specifically democratic and progressive policy, that chooses to to treat criminals like they're innocent babies that just don't know any better. I mean, what is your I mean, you're a Democrat, Patty. How do you still support the Democrats when you clearly recognize what a ridiculous outrage what's happening to this Sikh store owner is, but that it's not a singular event? It's a part of a. I mean, just the inevitable result of the policies that the Democrats pursue. How do you justify being a Democrat when this is the outcome? The the idea that the people of New York City decided to elect a former NYPD officer, right, mayor of New York City, just shows how stupid the people in New York are. Because how in God's name can you possibly elect somebody who was a, a, a ranking officer in the stupidest organization in the country, which the NYPD is, to run the entire city. Like that, that is absolutely ridiculous. That's like deciding that I want the guy who runs the, the NCAA to run the country. Yeah, probably that's not a good idea. Maybe that's a really stupid idea. So, I look, I, th- I subscribe to the idea that ACAB, all coppers are bastards, right? I think cops are stupid by nature, right? So I don't want to put them in charge of anything. Anything at all. And I think you may disagree with that, and, and your uh, you know, l- listeners and viewers may disagree with that. But I really do think that cops are bad people, and I want to stay the hell away from them. So, uh, you know, I don't want to elect a mayor of my city, and thank God in Boston we haven't done that. Okay, but it's not just—I uh, mean, the cops do as they're told, right? I mean, it's, it's the problem with them, but it's also, you know, the way that they're— sort of uh, can wash their hands of what's going on because if they're told to back down, if they're told to not stop the riot, they can't go out and just stop the riot by themselves. If they're told by the lawmakers and the legislators or by the DA and prosecutors, we're not going to charge people shoplifting anymore, then they do as they're told. I mean, the cops are just functionaries of the policy set by the politicians, the DAs and the prosecutors, which even if it's not an explicit policy, the cops know, like, okay, I'm going to risk my life to go stop this criminal. He might attack me. I'm going to fight him. I'm going to get him into handcuffs. I'm going to do all the paperwork that's required for the arrest. And then the DA is just going to throw it out, and the guy's going to be out on the street the next day doing another crime. So, like, why should I put myself in, in harm's way to stop a criminal that the politicians and the DA and the prosecutors aren't interested in stopping anyway? Like, 
I, I don't like the cops either because you see the way that they will follow unconstitutional orders and, and destructive orders. So that's not a good thing. But at the same time, it's not we, – we don't elect the police. We elect the politicians who set the policy that the police follow. And then you know, in New York City, you've got the, the judicial system paying out tens of millions of dollars to the rioters who are arrested by the NYPD. So the NYPD, when they're faced with a riot, are going, we're not going to go arrest somebody. If I arrest somebody, they're going to claim I abused them. They're going to claim something. They're going to get tens of millions of dollars. I'm going to lose my job for, for trying to enforce the law. I mean, it's not the cops' fault that the politicians have set this uh, set this situation up, is it? No, it, it's not necessarily. But it, you you remember just a couple of years ago the fact that I I actually was was harassed by you know a, a bunch of Antifa idiots, and it, the, the cops actually shuttled me around them in yeah. Foley Park. Like, I wasn't allowed to just walk straight through where I should be able to walk straight through because last time I checked, oh, my God, it's a public damn park, right? I, they, had to, they had to just bring me around and say, okay, well, you can go around here and you can talk to the MAGA people and whatnot, but we're going we're gonna, to you know, ignore the fact that Antifa idiots threw water at you and threw uh, bottles, you know, plastic bottles at you and cursed at you and all this other nonsense. Because the NYPD is an organization of scumbags. That's the way it is. That's why Sal Greco got fired. But that's, right? the, but that's Sal, the same. But it's the same. It's the same situation in Seattle. It's the same situation in Portland and San Francisco. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. because is. because the cops know that the and and they're tied into it. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know if the people on the street are, but certainly the people who are giving them the orders are tied in with the Antifa members. They they have these networks of lawyers to get them out of uh, trouble. They have the prosecutors in place to cooperate with them. So, I mean, this is a, a nationwide conspiracy taking place, but uh, I, I personally don't blame and, the, you know, the cops on the, it, on the ground. It's funny because people say that I'm an anti-conspiracy theory because I'm a, I'm a leftist, whatever. But seriously, this is a real conspiracy. And I really believe in it. And so, so, so please. Right, but, stop you, but you that still, but me. you still, but you still support politically by saying you're a leftist or by saying you're a Democrat. I mean, these are the people that are doing this. So again, I just can't take it seriously. If you're actually outraged about this, then, you know, your politics would uh, reflect it. And I, I don't know if it's just because they, they use nice words that you keep voting for them, but clearly the outcome of their policy is horrific. And even you can acknowledge that. But you continue to uh, support them. So, again, it's just like what, you know, that's the problem right there. I Thank you for your call, Patty. Well, always always appreciate Friday, it. I do, I, I do want to get in. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see you in, in Austin as many people are on their way, including the one and only Matt Baker, who is currently on the road en route to Austin, Texas for the American Liberty Awards. Matt Baker, how's the drive? How you doing? And uh, where are you now? Well, I'm about to open up a psychic portal, baby. Ooh, you can accept love and Jupiter and love more. Yeah, see, what's going on, man? We're, we are opening a psychic portal to the epic timeline. This is my new concept. Is uh, There is a timeline where you are with me and Harrison and Alex Jones and Lila Hart 
and all the amazing patriots. In that timeline, your life is epic. If you don't choose this portal and this moment, your timeline is going to be weak. You're going to end up in a weak-ass timeline where you're not in Austin, where you're not hanging out with us, where you're not on a road trip like so many of us are. It's epic. Jump on the portal now before the, the door closes. The epic timeline is upon you. Join now. The great divergence of human history is upon us. Which path will we take? The path of liberty or the path of subjugation and slavery? I know which side I'm on, and I'll be in Austin for the American Liberty Awards on August 12th, this Saturday, with Matt Baker. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at InfoWars.com forward slash show and getting products at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months, vitamin mineral fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body, a one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more, back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, probably labeled by us, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com, Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier, it's in stock, rave reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarsstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarsstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, the convergence is happening from all over the United States and all over the world. In fact, Info Warriors are en route to Austin, Texas for this weekend's American Liberty Awards. It is going to be a major and positive event as, no, we have not achieved victory yet, but victory is possible. But only if we are all in and fighting in a, in a way that reflects the seriousness of the situation that we're in, Matt Baker is en route uh, right now, called in, uh, set, setting the tone with some good vibes. Uh, Matt, I just wanted to, to bring you on. I know there's a lot of people coming to Austin. Not everybody's having the easiest time, though. You're, you're cruising along 
Route 66 just flying, I'm sure, jamming, rocking out. But not everybody is having such a good time getting here. Uh, what's, what's going on with some of the American Liberty Awards attendees? Well, I was going to start with the good news, but uh, now that you pointed it out, uh, shout out to uh, Tim Lashley. Uh, he's nominated Culture Jammer. Um, he was driving up out of uh, Hellhole, Seattle, Washington, and his frickin' motor blew up. Now, I forget oh, no. the name of the guy. He's the guy that streams the uh, the Infowars on, on something. I forget his name, but he fixed his car, supposedly the head gasket. And he's got to get uh, he's got to get a tow and he's got to get that thing fixed. So somebody is in the area. Tim lastly hit him up on uh, on um, Twitter or if you want to DM me or something. If you got some information, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm probably going to end up trying to um, wing him a triple A AAA tow from here. Uh, I got a hundred mile tow that I could probably swing. I've pulled it off before. But um, so shout out, uh, Tim, everybody who's in the area, go help him out because he's got to make it. Um, but on a lighter note, a more epic note in the epic timeline, and I'm sure Tim will make it because he is epic. Um, Chris Sky, dude, Chris Sky is like one of my heroes, man. I mean, when I think of like the people in the fight, you know, during the COVID, I mean, he is up there at the top of the list, you know, him and Ian Smith. Um, Real, really great people. Um, so Chris Guy hasn't been in the U.S. for ten years. You see him; he's always like he's in England, he's in France, he's in Canada. He was just in Mexico, but apparently he hasn't been able to get into the U.S. So he hit. I hit him up. I'm like, dude, are you coming to the to the LA's? And he's like, oh, I want to go. I'm like, dude, you're nominated. He's like, oh, you got to send me a, like a, some official nomination stuff. Maybe it'll help me get across the border. So I called Frank Kavanaugh. We we got the official paperwork sent over. We got him his reservations for his hotel that he's that he's you know staying at, and uh, he he managed to get in from Mexico for the first time in the United States ten years because he told them he was nominated and showed them the paperwork that he was nominated for an American Liberty Award. Woo! Uh, Is that sick or what? That's I'm amazing. Sick. Yeah, and I I, and you I got under- Lila Hart. Like Chrissy Mayer, they're they're going to be coming up from uh, um, from Houston, and we got other people coming from California, and I don't know, man. I just think like I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm just like pumped up right now. Um, so if we want to win, you know, when opportunity knocks, you jump on that ride. And I'm I'm being kind of joking, but realistically, you know, quantum reality and for you know, if you think about Mandela effect where you're in this timeline, someone else, there's a timeline where everything is epic and we're winning and we, we're like so close to it. We, we all, when we all get together, like we got together last year that started this whole thing popping off. When we all meet this time, it's, I feel like there's going to be like a freaking critical mass nuclear explosion of patriotism and awesomeness. It's just going to freaking blanket the land. There anyway, is- that's uh, my dream. And there's Go gonna ahead. be there's gonna be magic in the air, Matt. No, we ha- we have the video from Chris Guy uh, at the border. I think maybe we'll play that in just a second. Yeah. So yeah, f- final final words from you as you are en route to Austin, Texas, for the American Liberty Awards. All I'm saying is, man, you got time to make it. Ju- if you don't want to fly, jump in or jump in your ride, turn it into a freaking road trip. Uh, get some friends, grab your dog, 
and freaking get out here, jump in the epic timeline. And uh, Chris Guy's actually in Austin right now. Supposedly he's going to maybe be in studio uh, Wednesday. Or if not, maybe I'll bring him in with me Thursday morning. Well, we're going to have a lot of people in studio because, yeah, it really is a who's who of the Liberty <laughs> Movement coming into Austin right now. We got, we're got we just trying to work out the uh, details now. We're going to be doing uh, pre-recorded oh, yeah, interviews yeah, yeah, yeah. after the show. We're going to be doing live appearances uh, during the show. So it's going to be a big week here at InfoWars. Let's go now. to And thank you so much for the call, Matt. Please keep driving safe and uh, Godspeed. Yeah. Can't wait to see you. To Tim Lasley as well. Can't wait to uh, see you also. Drive safe, Matt, and uh, and we'll see you here for the uh, the ultimate celebration, the American Liberty Awards. Here's uh, Chris Guy getting stopped at the southern border, but being able to make it through and coming to America for the first time in ten years. Here's Chris Guy. What does that say up there, guys? U.S. point of entry. So what happened? I tried to come to the states because I'm nominated for the American Liberty Award. And as soon as I got to the border, I was detained, handcuffed, thrown in a cell. In fact, as soon as they scanned my passport, a siren went off, phones started ringing, and a whole bunch of people came up. Uh, I've been in U.S. custody for about seven hours now. And then they came back and they go, we got good news and bad news for you. I'm like, oh God, here we go. They said, the bad news is, we're never going to see you again. I'm like, what? They said, the good news is, we're granting you entry into the United States. So, for the first time in 10 years, I am in the U.S. I am in Texas. We are getting ready to go to the American Liberty Awards. And then I have a feeling I'm going to have to make a few more stops around the country to do some shows and meet some people and just have a really good time. I'm literally walking right now because the bus I was on left me when I got thrown in custody. So yeah, it's been a rough trip, but I'm in the United States of America. And it's thanks, I have to give a shout out to the US Customs and Border because those men and women, uh, I know they had to scrutinize. I know they had their higher ups on their ass, but they were very professional. They were very courteous, and in the end, I got the result that I wanted. God bless America. I'll check in with you guys later. Here we go. Chris Guy making it through the border, having more trouble than, well, the illegal immigrants. That's for dang sure. Uh, we got to more of your phone calls now. Still time to get tickets for the American Liberty Awards if you are interested in joining us as well. Dean in Florida has called in about the January 6th riots. Go ahead, Dean. You're on the air. Hey man, what's up? How you been? Good, thank you. Um, I wanted to talk about January 6th. I was wondering, would this happen again if Trump was elected? So let's say he becomes president and everything goes okay. Would there be another January 6th just so they can uh, plant like another stage event where they have to close the election? Because for me, I'm thinking, well, if he's going to become president again, and we know that every riot from 2000. And above was fake. George Floyd, everything. George Floyd out of overdose, and they did all. They destroyed a whole city because of it. And now um, they destroyed a whole capital for for just instigating riots on purpose. Would they do this to Trump again if it comes to uh, him being elected? Uh, it's a good question. I mean, ideally and theoretically and epically, it would be awesome if 
Donald Trump took all of the precedent they've been setting with the January 6th charade and turned it around on him. I mean, if this is going to be the country that we live in, if that's going to be the the price that people pay for protesting their government, then you know maybe the Black Lives Matter protesters won't be treated with kid gloves next time. That would be ideal for me, but uh, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, they really are trying to do as much as they can with January 6th, but if they aren't able to stop the ever-growing MAGA movement, uh, who knows what ends they'll reach to. Uh, They really seem desperate no matter what to do this. I can't believe we're already out of time. We're going to go, we're going to go into the third hour next. We'll be joined by Simi Bird in about 30 minutes, but we'll go out to your phone calls before then. We have Kristen in New Hampshire, who actually is a January 6th defendant. So we'll go to her on the other side. I do want to say things are happening. Like the awakening really is just, at least in my personal life, just this weekend, I was talking to my, my mom came back from a big, she was visiting a family all around. And it was like, Apparently everywhere she went, it was people coming up to her and being like, your son is my hero. Give your son a handshake. Like I had no idea. I got family members and and spouses of family members and old family friends we haven't talked to in 10 years calling up my mom going, why didn't you tell me Harrison is, is, they're calling me an Instagram influencer. This is so cool. So it's like all these people, it's, my sister literally said it. She's like, maybe it's getting to the point that. We don't have to pretend we don't have a brother anymore. (laughs) This is a joke. She's joking. InfoWars is a -a one-of-a-kind operation. And so please go to InfoWars store and just make a donation. And you can make it one-time or recurring. You have a little profile there. Cancel anytime. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it. You just click it and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees that are making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products. But these really are amazing products. The Big July 4 sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listening more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free, and that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you.